Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. Today is the final video in our Ultimate Course Creation Framework series. If you're jumping in on video five, that's awesome. We're so glad to have you. But make sure that you jump into the course itself, which can be found at lifterlms.com slash course clinic. Or if you're listening to us on your iPhone or Android device, uh, you can just text us the word course clinic to 33444 and we'll get you enrolled in that course right away. It's a, a very simple five part email delivered mini course around how to build a, a online course that people actually want to take. And it helps you mitigate all risk around creating a course that no one wants to take because no one likes that. So today is video five and it's kind of tying everything together. Um, and it's called designing your digital classroom. So let me walk through where we're at and, and the kind of the progression so far. So we started out by focusing in on developing a potential student interest list of a hundred people or more. Then we went through and found the magical course, uh, magical education intersection point where our expertise and what we can teach has matched what our students want to learn. And we found that sweet spot. Then we've jumped into the collaborative course process and pre-sold a, a high leverage, um, high interaction kind of coaching program with between five to 10 people. And we've worked with those people. We've thought about ways that we can teach online better um, and make sure that we're addressing the needs of our audio learners versus our visual learners versus our kinesthetic learners. And then today we're going to wrap it all together and talk about the classroom, the actual place where the education happens. And this looks a lot differently depending on your goal. So Chris, um, in your mind, you know, what are the different levels of classroom and, uh, and when do we enact them? Well, we're going to get into the technology and a lot of it, some of it depends on your resources, but there's definitely, you don't have to overcomplicate it. And there's definitely at various steps, there's various types of things you need. So like in the very beginning, uh, when you're just building your email list, um, you're just essentially you need a place to collect that email to start getting to that 100 people, which might just be your inbox. Yeah. So we're, st we're starting with your inbox is where the conversation or the classroom starts, if you will. And it's going to slowly graduate up through the layers of technology. And as people progress up, I always advise people to always go with the simplest solution possible you know, content and education first, technology second. Yeah. And and keep the technology lightweight. Try not to overcomplicate things. Uh, and then as we move up, uh, as, as we get into, we've got our 100 people, we want to um, start with the, the Facebook group and the Google Hangout. So tell, you've seen that before. Like what what's that all about? Absolutely. Well, I'll break it down. I think we're going to talk about three different buckets of classrooms. So there's the bucket uh, of, of collaborative course, which is like, there's no real course created yet. You, yeah. you've got these, this instinct around, like, I know the students want to learn this. They've paid me for it. So how do you, the question then is like, how do I deliver it? And people get really tripped out, man. They're like, Oh, I got to get all this crazy technology. It's like, no, you don't. You actually, when you're, when you you're need at, a conversation, you need a conversation. You need to have a couple, you know, you need to deliver that coaching over the course of a month or two months or whatever you decide, but you don't need more than maybe Google Hangouts or Skype um, and a Facebook group. And you want a place for interaction to happen one-on-one -on -one or one to a group and a place to kind of house a continuing conversation that's not based on time or whatever, just an archival place. 
Um, you don't need much more than that. And people trip out and they stress out and they go, oh, I need a WordPress site. I need this and I need that and I need this and that. No, no, you don't. So I think when you're starting out and you're really in that, that those, those early stages of developing that course, you, you just, I tell people forget about technology actually, which is funny for me to say for funny for us to say, cause we develop yeah. and sell the technology for the people at the upper echelon, but just at the beginning stages, you don't need it. You know, I mean, you think back to the great teachers like Plato, Aristotle, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you go down the line, Buddha, whoever, they didn't have a classroom. It was them in front of their student on a rock right. or wherever. Yeah. So you got yeah. you're at that level. It doesn't mean if you don't have the technology, it doesn't mean you can't be an amazing teacher. You know, right. you just need to have that real intention and, and, and focus on learning. And, and I, for, you know, and for learning to happen, you just need a teacher and a student. Right. That's where it starts. Absolutely. So don't lose track of that in the early stages. Make sure you focus on that. Hit it home. Have a great experience. Decompress the experience with your students and use those learnings to move into the next stage. And so the next stage to me, um, is there's kind of an in between stage it would be, be an email mini course. You can use that to continue, uh, continue to test content, or you can use it as lead generation. Um, I think it's really important to have email mini courses if you're teaching online because someone who just found you on the web, found you through, through something, a tweet or whatever, they don't know you. So they don't have a relationship. So to move them into the purchasing phase is, is a pretty big jump. You know, if I met you in a coffee shop and you go, you know, I, I teach online internet marketing. You want to join my course? It's 500 bucks. I'd be like, dude, I don't know you. Like, no, like you're Chris Badgett. Like that doesn't mean anything to me. I don't, there's nothing. You're just a dude. Like it's, it's we don't it, have it feels, yeah, it feels yeah. shady. Like I don't know you. I don't like you. I don't trust you. Like, so you need to provide some value. And, and it's very worn out to say provide value and, you know, make sure that you're focusing on value, but it's, I just look at it like, let's not, let's take that off the table. How would you create a relationship with someone? And I think a really, you know, three part or five part email course, um, let your student see you as a teacher. They get to experience your teaching. Um, they get to experience your vibe, your personality. Um, don't hold back on your personality either. Like you want your, your personality to repel as many people away from you as it attracts to you. Yeah, your uh, course is not for everyone. It's not. Need, it needs to, I mean, it, it's not like you have to make somebody upset, but you sh- your message should like resonate like a magnet and then also deflect people. So and, a, really, a really good example of that would just be, uh, let's say you're doing vegan cooking show. Right. That's going to repel the the more meat-focused omnivore people or whatever, and that's okay. It doesn't mean you don't like meat eaters. That's just, important. It's you're important. going for the vegans. Well, here's the thing. A uh, quick, quick caveat, you know, Red Bull – is the most successful uh, drink company, uh, oh, energy beverage company. I don't think they're more successful than Coke or Pepsi, but then again, they've been around for a fraction of the time. But when they created their flavor profile, they wanted a flavor profile that that 50% of people hated and 50% of people liked. Where, opposed to Rockstar and Monster, they wanted like 70, 80% of people to like it and, you know, 20% to hate it or whatever. They wanted like the majority. What was brilliant about that is if you look at the size of can, the price per ounce of Red Bull is astronomically more than Rockstar and, and Monster. And the reason is they have a really focused group of people that love them and that, that kind of war against the people that hate them. And that, that interaction created a lot of free buzz and got them out into the world. And, and that's kind of like the Apple 
versus the Mac, Mac. versus PC. Totally. Yeah. You want to have this polarization effect, you know? Um, and it's not that you want to go out and create controversy, but you want to, to make sure that, that you're you and that, that you're, you're not afraid to be you. So we're digressing and back into teaching, which I think is your and I's like huge passion, but I've got a good segue to bring it back. When we think about our digital classroom, we want people to show up and look around the room and be like, Oh, these are my people. These are my people. That's a great point. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So, so the email mini course is important when you, um, I think for the longevity of a course or training business. Um, but after your, so I added that in there as an in-between. Um, maybe I'll, I actually will retract the statement in-between and say optional because after you have the course created from the collaborative course process and you move into the, the evergreen course, um, that, 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 that in-between piece or the optional piece is more important for the longevity of selling that course than it is right out of the gate. Cause you say you have a hundred people on your interest list, you launch to, a handful, like a small portion of that group is going to join you, you know, for the, um, to co-create. And then your evergreen course, you can go back to that list and launch it and you'll have more people buy then. Um, and then when you get into like evergreen course sales, then the, the email mini course is important. So let's actually switch gears and really focus on what we know so much about, which is the evergreen course. Um, Chris, I'm going to, you know, you've done so many of these. So like, what is an evergreen course first and foremost, and what are the essential things that you need to create one? So now you've done your, your market research, you've done your early stage stuff with your early people and you've got it. Now you're ready for a platform. And when we say evergreen, it can be passive or it can be active. So just because we're using the word evergreen, it doesn't mean you couldn't like open it and then shut it down and then move through people one step at a time. Or you could just have this continuous passive income kind of thing going on based on the content and your systems. But that's, that's up to you. You can blend that stuff together. But in order to do all that, you need to make it easy with a, a web property to power that engine, to power that classroom. So that's why we created Lifter LMS, you know, the, which is a WordPress LMS plugin that you can interface into a WordPress site and have your classroom. WordPress is an amazing ecosystem, so you can extend it. You can keep it really simple. You can get it. You can use third-party stuff and maintain groups elsewhere. Or like, for example, we recommend a service called Zoom Mm -hmm. to to use for like video chat rooms and, uh, you know, live kind of group meetings and stuff like that that could be integrated with your learning management system. But now we're dealing with like a more professional, polished, sustainable classroom that has a foundation under it to allow you to sell your courses, deliver your material, keep students organized. And then we have other integrations that come off of that to like, like our MailChimp integration for email marketing or our Stripe integration. So you can collect credit cards directly on your website for your access to your classroom. But that's now you're, you're kind of at the pro level. You have something you want to, you want to grow that, classroom, whether it's all built around one class, which could be your area of expertise, like down to like a finite point, nothing wrong with that. Or you could have like multiple classes, multiple teachers, you know, and get into like a bigger model. But mm-hmm. that's, that's that learning management system. That's what that's all about. You're, you, you graduated up to that. Yeah. And I would say that, um, 
I'll break down a few things that I would uh, really want to talk to and address. I go through these in more detail in the course, so make sure you go and enroll in that if you haven't already. But um, make sure that you own your content because your content's your business. So regardless of what platform you're on, and this is why I'm biased and I love WordPress, is that I own it all. You know, mm-hmm. I own every single thing in that site. Uh, if you're going to another platform, you might not have that experience, you know. Um, so you, you want to make sure you own your content and you have control over it. You want to make sure that you have some sort of way of, uh, of seamlessly integrating an email autoresponder. Uh, that's a big no, no. If you're not, if your course isn't helping build your list and you, you, you don't, you can't build, get those emails, just don't even go there. And that's why I'm really kind of against the Udemy's and, and other platforms out there. Um, I think after that, you want to make sure, um, that you have a great user experience. And this is one of the things that I think people who are tracking us over at Lifter LMS are going to be really excited about is the themes that we are producing that run on top of Lifter are really going to create a, a, a one of a kind learner experience that I haven't seen on the web in any platform, regardless of whether it's hosted or not. So that's really important. And uh, I, I think we, we've, we haven't done the best that we could do yet. We've really focused on the engine to the car and now we're, we're creating the body of the car. So stay tuned on that. Um, and then I think, uh, assessment, if assessment is important, um, you want to make sure that you have tools that help you gauge student progress. This is less important when it comes to the, um, the soft touch courses. What I mean by that is maybe a dieting course. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that it's, like student success in a dieting course isn't whether or not they scored well on the quiz. It's whether or not they lost weight, you know? So you really got to be like, I I leave assessment lower on the list because it it depends on what you're teaching. It could be important, but you definitely want to have a way of how am I going to track whether or not my student is successful. So that needs to be a part of your classroom. Um, And then uh, you want to make sure that whatever platform that you use uh, has, um, just all the multimedia stuff ready to go. So, so that you can create video that you can create audio. So you have the audio visual kinesthetic. There's other niche things that we can talk about, like drip content. I do think is important prerequisites. I do think is important. Um, you know, and just to be completely honest, all the things I'm talking about lifter LMS does. So if, if you're looking for a platform and you you're interested in using WordPress to power your site, just head over to lifterlms.com. We've got a bunch of great information over there. Um, but that's, those are the things that I would consider. Again, I go into a different level in the, the ultimate course creation framework. Um, if you want to see what a really rock solid course looks like that's built on Lifter, you can just head over to demo.lifterlms.com. Chris has put a demo together where he's building a course using Lifter LMS and the course is around that's very meta and stacked, but, uh, but it shows the power of the platform and, uh, I'm excited about that. And there's some huge names that use our, our, our plugin, like, um, Yoast over at Yoast SEO, uh, has used it and a number of others. So, um, but those are some of the things that I would really focus on when designing the digital classroom. And so let me just add, there's just a really big opportunity here because if you think about how learning happens, it's not always just like maybe how you learned in a classroom with concrete walls and a teacher in front. Learning can happen anyway. So if I was teaching cooking classes, you know, I'd be with you in the kitchen Mm-hmm. And I would be talking about explaining what I'm doing. You'd be looking at it. You'd be seeing it. You might be doing it beside me. Maybe you're doing it and I'm telling you what to do. 
but you can teach cooking over the internet. Right. You're going to have a different set of challenges. So think about how can you get the same benefits or as close to the experience as possible from being with me in the kitchen to being with me through a website, through the internet, and get that same kind of experience from a results level, from an emotional level, from a connection level, from the it's okay to make mistakes level, all that kind of stuff. Like the closer you think about how to marry that in-person interaction and make it real, sort of like how Facebook is kind of like friends, but on the internet, uh, you're going, the, the medium comes with its challenges. Um, so think about that. That's, that's where the real brilliance is, is how do you take that one-on-one experience and then make it huge. Absolutely. Yeah. So that sums up the uh, ultimate course creation framework. Um, thank you for taking, you know, joining us through this series, the LMS cast version where we kind of wrap over everything. Um, but yeah, if you haven't signed up for the course and you'd like to take it, it's completely free. Just head over to lifterlms.com slash course clinic, or just text us the word course clinic to three, three, four, 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 and we'll get you signed up and you can take that free training. And I know if you use it too, you're going to save yourself a lot of time, a lot of money and a lot of frustration because you're not going to build a course that you know, you'll hear the crickets chirp when you launch it. It's, it's actually going to have some, some gusto to it because of the steps that I, I walk you through. So, um, Chris, do you have any final thoughts for people who are going out there and, and going to teach the world? I would just say there's never been a, a better time with the technology and the opportunity and the, the demand for, uh, people to get the wisdom outside of you or for you to build a business around some kind of learning. So now's the time. And that's what we're passionate about at Lifter LMS. Yep. So, uh, yeah, come, come find us, come explore this podcast. If you're, ju- if you're new to the podcast, we've got a lot of great conversations around these types of things. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us and we will talk to you soon.